Welcome back, everybody, to the Star Wars podcast, where we talk all things Marvel and Star Wars. Please take a moment to check our show notes to find our social media, merch, and more. Today, we are recapping Andor episodes one, two, and three in full spoiler detail. So if you haven't seen the episode, I would get out of here. And I'm here with a guy that I don't have a good introduction for. It's Tommy. Tommy, I'm sorry. I, I failed. It's okay. I mean, I don't blame you. I did uh, step on your uh, comm device. So really, we're, we're doing this all over the over secret passages because everyone knows that the first rule, Michael, is don't trust things that you can't control. Exactly. That's uh, and, and one thing we can't control is having an incredible guest here today. Um, this is the reigning champ of the Star Wars trivia. First ever. We'll see if he can hold that title in the future. Um, also, uh, one half of the Earth 894 podcast, it is Devin. Devin, how are you? Hey, guys. Good to see you again, Michael. And uh, you too, Tommy. Excited and totally honored to be here. Uh, I was telling you off air that it's the first time I'm talking on a show only about Star Wars because we all talk about Marvel. So I am just itching and ready to talk some Andor tonight. So thanks for having me. Awesome. Devin, Tommy, I'm, you know... I do have a surprise for Devin. You can stay if you want, um, but it is for Devin. Devin, I'm blindsiding you here today, okay? This is, this is a pop quiz. You're getting trivia <laughs> right now. Let's do it, man. And it's all about Andor, okay? So we'll see. Oh, I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah, we will see uh, how much you retain. I have five questions here. We'll say if you get three right, you pass, okay? Okay. <laughs> and this oh. doesn't, th- don't worry, this doesn't take away your win. Does he uh, does he get kicked out the podcast? What is the what are the stakes? Yeah, Devin, like, if what you are the do stakes not here? Solve this this quiz. Uh, you get kicked off. I'm sorry, you lose your spot on the the podcast. <laughs> we do it without you. Uh, I, Devin's like I don't know what. How can I? It's like for me, it's like somebody who just discovered like Internet Explorer, right? Or like searching the World Wide Web because it's like it's like this machine that has all this knowledge, and I'm curious how strong it is. So we will find uh, out. Let's do it. <laughs> so you're testing him like you want to see, you know, he's a special uh, guy. You're going to go down, even though there, you know, there's posters for him. People are wanting him, but you want to test to see if he's the guy that you've been looking for. This exactly. It's kind of like, uh, here's a better comparison. It's like when the Alexis came out and everyone was like, Ooh, what can Alexa, like, we're just going to ask it random questions. Right. And see what <laughs> this is our, this is our star Wars Alexa here today. Okay. I'm going to go to question number one. What is the name of the item Andor is trying to sell? Oh, shit. I forgot to say if I can swear or not. Um, you can. You can swear. <laughs> uh, I know it's supposed to be. I have no idea what the actual name of it is. I just know the purpose was it's basically allows them to track anything they need within nine. What did he say? Nine uh, parsecs something i don't know it almost sounds like it's like untraceable i have no I, idea you you have you have i i, th- I think it, it's a half point you know what it is that's like uh it's shiny and it looks like a <laughs> like it go in a computer i don't know it's called a star path unit star path there okay we go. so don't worry you still have you have four more chances to stay on the podcast okay <laughs> all right well, let's go to question number two what is the name of bix's lover oh uh tim i think with two m's <laughs> Yeah, Tim with two M's. That's there you right, go. and the M's are exactly where you think. <laughs> it's all connected, but it's not where you think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's incredible. All right, <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right. So uh, we're we're one and one here. So on what planet does Andor currently reside? Oh, currently. Um, is it something with an N? 
because that's the thing I'm terrible at in Star Wars is remembering the planets that aren't like super iconic, you know? There's so um, many. This yeah, is, this is a tough one. They get this harder and harder. One. I feel like it starts with like an N and it's like a Nullil or something, or I keep forgetting. I have no idea. It's it's Ferrix. Ferrix. Yeah. See, it sounds like a ferret, and that's why I can <laughs> Or like, you know how they always say like dink ferric? Yeah. Whatever dink okay. ferric. You got to you gotta get these next two right. Uh I don't have faith. <laughs> I, I don't did the faith. last one is like a ridiculously hard now that I'm looking at it. Okay. On uh, what year does this show take place? Uh six BBY. Is that right? I put five BBY down. Is it five? Uh, maybe I it's think five. It might be five. I thought it was six. It's okay. Damn. Well, Tommy, this I'm gonna throw this last one to you. Devin lost. All Where's right, it? here I come. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you back, Devin. If I get this right, we pull you out of the we Thanks, threw man. you out of the spaceship, but I'm pulling you back. Pull me out in. of the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tommy. What is the name of the corporation that our villain Cyril works for? Uh, <laughs> this is not easy. I barely knew who the villain was. So this is a real <laughs> shocker. Uh, the, the blue suit guys with the right with the nice orange. Oh man, I would also Doctor Macy. We'll talk about the episode. But, uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Well, no, no, I got this. It is. Oh man, Vacuum R Us. Vacuum R Us. That is actually very close. It's Preox Morlana. So close. Yeah. Those were hard. I, I, I get Devin. You can stay. Those I, were some good unfair. ones. Oh, thank you. But those were I, some good ones. I blindsided yeah. you. Uh, I was trying to think, what are all the things I don't remember? And I was like, what's the planet? I don't you know, know. <laughs> honestly, that's it. Because, like, this is this is a hard one for me yeah. to, like, retain yeah. stuff. It doesn't just come right off the, the tongue, you know? You're Except using up all our future trivia questions, Michael. We're going to really be, uh... <laughs> yeah. Goodness when we cover, like, 80 questions. Jeez, that was not easy. Okay. Devin, um, I want to get your takes here. We've got three episodes of Andor in the books. What is your overall thoughts? Have you lo- Are you loving it? Yeah, so I was, I'm really, I was really excited going into this show, um, just because Rogue One is one of my favorite movies since the Disney acquisition of Lucasfilm and Star Wars, um, that I was just like, okay, I'm hearing good reception, this is like hitting all the boxes and everything I want to like look for in a new show, that isn't very fan servicey because Book of Boba Fett was very subpar, and I was, you know, I want something a little bit better, but if they were to release only episode one or even let's say episode one and two instead of the first three, I would have been very, very worried. And I feel like a lot of people would have been worried because that first episode, like I could tell it was coming close to an end. Uh, and I was like, this is going to be a weird ending, isn't it? It's just random. It just, you know, it just stops. Um, but by the time the third episode came around, it kind of got my attention again. Cause it, we got some action. It moved along, but like, this is definitely, uh, you could tell they're, they're writing a movie over 12 episodes, at least for the first season, and not like written for television. But I'm I'm hopeful to see what else is in store. I think that's my big question is like, I need this show to justify itself as a series rather than a movie. Because as of right now, this felt like a very long first act of a movie, which yeah. fine enough, you know, it, like I'm not saying that. I mean, at least it's something, you know, that's more we can say in a lot of a lot of the other shows. But uh, I totally a lot of people had been asking me, they're like, why is there a three episode premiere? I was like, I don't know. Maybe they don't want to overlap shows or something. And this is going to help this. Kid. No, it's because the first two were really boring. OK, I'm going to say it. I'm gonna say it, Tommy. It. Tommy, what what have you thought? Hundred percent agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, I watched the first one. I really was like, I, I messaged Michael each time I watched one of the episodes, and I was like, all right. I mean, that was a show. I'm kind of like, I want to say it's good or bad. Uh, and I, I think by three you get there. 
one and two kind of establishes this planet, this world, the supporting characters we should be caring about. But I don't know. I think Disney in general, specifically in this like Marvel Star Wars world, I don't know if they understand TV plot, like formatting, like episodic formatting, because it really feels like they're just making movies and then they take it afterwards and just chop it at random spots that they think the episode like would be a good end to an episode. It just doesn't line up always for me right now. Yeah, and I really I don't want to come off too Haiti off the top here because I really did have a good time. I, I have a lot of hope for where this is going to go. Um, I, I I think it's really exciting. I think they killed the characters. I love I love every character in this show, which is like you know something like She Hulk. I'm like you know Mallory, Nikki, they can go. Uh, I love everybody in this show. Uh, so I'm I'm having a really good time with it. And uh, I think the big thing was it's just like it's a slow burn, which I love a slow burn. Um, you know. Blade Runner 2049 fan here. Um, but like, it was like we had three episodes and each episode was intercut with these, uh, these, these uh, flashbacks to when he was a child on this planet. And uh, like one thing happened throughout all of those flashbacks, you know, it's like, uh, which is, you know, again, it's just kind of setting stuff up. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um Okay, well, let's just let's. I'm gonna start throwing things at you guys to get your takes on it. And I, I guess I did set up the flashbacks. So I, I want kind of. I do want to talk about the flashbacks as a whole um, throughout the the whole arc of the three episodes. Um, we get a lot of things set up here. We get. Um, we find out he has a sister. Yeah, it. I, I kind of like how they introduced that too, because like I, I also am a huge Blade Runner fan, so I was like, okay, I like this. Uh, the that first episode but the whole like he's trying to f- find his sister and everything um i kind of i kind of like that because i remember hearing uh like rumors and casting uh, announcements like way way long ago uh, and people were, like speculating oh this might be a sibling of his or a love interest and it seems like we got kind of both so far ish but not in the same person right hopefully yeah, this hopefully not now ain't, ain't <laughs> a galaxy that far away guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tommy, do you have any other comments on like all the all the flashbacks? So like, I thought I thought this was really I, I think it was well done in the fact that like you really get the sense of where he came from, even up until the point where he first meets uh, the droid. Like he's he's scared. Like he's never seen a droid before, and I think that was really well done. And I think like uh, kind of presenting that as his character um, was uh, a good choice. Yeah, especially when we see like you know droids. A Jory becomes one of his best friends, you know, uh, when we beat him again. But I, I think for me, I think it helped because, like, to be honest, truthfully, coming out of row one, he's probably my least favorite character out of uh, that. I, I he just didn't really, yeah, I just didn't really connect with him. Like, I connected with the others way more than I did with him. I felt like he was very like insert agent here, but I didn't, mm-hmm. ha- I didn't have a lot to to hold on to. Um, this gave me a little bit more. Like, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what happens with the sister. Like, you know, all that stuff. Um, and I liked, I think three really connected to me of like, oh, this is him, you know, potentially joining up uh, uh, with with Rebels, potentially, you know, all that stuff. So I, that worked for me uh, with, with, with the, the flashbacks, kind of setting up that like, he's been helped before. I think there's more with that, with the old lady. I think there's more there. Was her name Marva or Marv, something like that? Yeah, it's yeah. like his adoptive mom, kind of. Mm. What's really interesting to me is she stole him. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, she didn't save him. She stole. Like, yes, he was kind of in a dangerous situation, but she didn't have to take him off planet and never return him, right? Yeah, I guess you could say he was kidnapped. <laughs> like, um, we gotta save this kid and take him from his sister and and home and everything. Yeah, just take him from the ship. 
but I guess the idea is like they're coming to destroy that entire planet, right? Like that, or not, but at least that that area because of something. And so I, I felt like if she brought him back to the village, he would have just been killed there anyway. So yeah, it seems kind of interesting because they drop a little bit of like context clues throughout the three episodes. I can't tell you where, but they happen. Um, but one thing that's kind of interesting. So I'm pretty sure, if I recall correctly, from Rogue One, or it's in the book. Uh, like the novel beforehand catalyst i don't know but uh part of like um cassian's backstory is that like he says he's been in this fight since he was six years old and then also his parents were separatists which is interesting so that's what i'm kind of wondering are we getting a little bit of retconning here or could like uh marv and the other man we i'm not sure what his name was uh she was with are those like are they more in line with separatists because if i'm pretty sure if i had noticed on the symbol insignia are those uh people who like died and had the yellow kind of face and skin in that ship on his planet that was a republic um type of symbol or insignia or something related to the republic by the way they were talking about it so it's kind of it's kind of got my head spinning in circles a little bit yeah that that's a this is why you're here Devin, to like recognize <laughs> symbols that i wouldn't have picked up on but they did yeah they did say that this was a republic ship which again i, I was already like this happens a lot with me in star wars I'm like, okay i need to like recalibrate myself to what freaking time zone we're in especially when you're flashing back like 20 years or whatever but um yeah no it's gonna be interesting to try to figure out more so like maybe the in-between of what happens with andor and this this uh his adopted mother um the kidnapping mother um I will say the small, small, uh, uh, you know, golf clap to to Andor here. I thought they did really well in aging her down or up. I don't even know which way they went. Yeah. And I can't tell you if it was makeup or CGI or what it was, but um, they did a really incredible job. And House of the Dragon, take notes, guys, because uh, this is how it's done. I like. I feel like um, any time we get like flashbacks to a character when they're younger, like I'm always like, okay, wow, he like doesn't have a beard anymore. Um, but no, they did a really good job on uh, the mom. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah that's, very, that's, very minor um, applause there. And that's interesting. So I just looked it up, too. I was wrong. It, that symbol was a separatist symbol. It wasn't Galactic Republic, um, which even makes me more confused now. Um, <laughs> but I guess it makes sense because they said, like, the Galactic Republic was going to destroy that planet or whatever because you killed a republic but that's why i thought she said it's not a republic i don't know it's weird um but i didn't realize marva andor she's actually uh fiona shaw so if you remember her she was um what's her face from i'm pretty sure uh from harry potter um and petunia i thought she looked very familiar i, I couldn't yeah. put my finger on it though so wild. tommy big big harry potter guy yeah i know the harry potter yeah okay yeah i don't know you know of all like the nerdy franchises that's probably my least favorite Oh, are you gonna rank the 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 nerdy? That's, should that be an off off the off yeah. uh, season? That's the one hundredth episode. Hey, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Um, so okay, well, let's talk about. I, I do want to talk about um, one of my favorite characters that we also get introduced into the flashbacks. It's B two emo or emo. Um, I, I I don't remember how, it, but like I had the subtitles on and it threw me off every time. They're like that. They, he's just what like. Because they've done this before with uh, with droid names, where where it kind of hints to something else. But uh, B two emo, like is he too? Like is that is that what we're supposed to take away here? Uh, regardless, I really love this droid. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of cool to see a new droid again. Um, that feels and also doesn't feel like Star Wars. Yeah, he. Uh, 
I, I do love how, um, you know, he's like convincing uh, B2 emo to lie about where he's been. And uh, he says this. I lie. I have adequate power reserves. I don't know. He's just so cute. And then he like he explains the lie a little bit more. And then he's like, that's two lies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's going to require more power. All right. Listen, I hear you. It was a cute droid. Oh, no. Oh, here we go. Do we think we're having too many droids? Like, I feel like every show, every movie has to have a new droid sidekick. Always, every... It doesn't think... It's just my issue with Star Wars of repeat the formula. Like, here's a new ice cream flavor, but it's the same ice cream flavor. It just, you know, we added sprinkles this time. Like, it's like... I don't know. That's just my... I, I thought it was fun, but it's like, do we need more droids every single time? It's lazy, it's reductive, and it's straight-up garbage. Tommy really roasting the droids here. Wow. Uh, Dad, what do you think? Droid, but... <laughs> you know, I, I kind of echo the same sentiment because that's why I bring up, like, it's a weird design because a lot of droids usually at least look similar, right? I mean, with their kind of like K2SO, very unique, but he looks like he totally fit in for, like, the Empire. And then we get BB-8, which is, you know, needless to say, BB-8 is pretty cool. But, like, this kind of droid design almost looks like it'd be something more cyberpunky or... It literally looks like a trash a trash can tank with the way it's kind of designed. Um, but it's the voice and like the like the character, which always gives like the droids a personality that kind of makes it like, okay, I like it. Cause he seems like he really doesn't want Cass to like bad things to happen to him. He wants to like follow Cass along. He's like, hey, but will you come back? And like to me, that gets me. It feels like he's a dog, which I feel like droids usually are in the the galaxy. But I don't really know if he's actually gonna be like present past these three episodes because it seems like they kind of just jet out and he's left with marva so i don't really know what his future entails i just need to see him interact with k2so at some point even if it's brief you know k2 like slap him or something so (laughs) okay um well let's move on here let's talk about uh some other characters i really liked um bix and tim Actually, and uh, yeah, so I said, what? No, you go first now. Go on. I'm ready. I'm you. Oh, no, you're going to rest somebody else now. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I said that I didn't remember Tim's name. That's why I, I made that the question. Um, so in my notes, what I wrote down is Bix and her rat boyfriend. Good. He deserves to die. Yeah, that's when you came <laughs> in like, we love to. No, we don't want Tim. <laughs> I like Bix. Sorry, I should have. Yes, Bix, great. Tim, Joe's boyfriend, toxic, bad, boo, we do not like you. I did, I, yeah, he just didn't work for me. It was like, what did he expect to get? Communication is key in relationships, too. You know, if you're questioning something, maybe talk to Bix before you just report everything to the, the, the officers, you know? Yeah, good riddance. Glad you, you also didn't need to die. You could have waited like two seconds, they were leaving. Like that also felt very unnecessary. You running? What did you? What were you gonna? You didn't even dive. You didn't zip. You didn't like try to juke out the blaster. What, what was your body gonna do? Yeah, that's another thing we learned from Game of Thrones. You get a zag. Yeah, you get a zag when the when the shots are coming yeah. at you. Tim, you know what? I'm I now know on this podcast that when I say your name, Tim, I am using only one M. I'm not using <laughs> both. Oh, M's. That's mean. It's Tim. That's cold. Not Tim. Yeah, it's Tim. That's dark. Devin, are you a Tim hater too? You know, I, I didn't really care for him. I thought that like his actual the actual actor, I think, did a really cool job showing his jealousy and insecurity. But I do agree. It is kind of like hinged upon the reason why 
someone who's been so good for decades with hiding his identity and everything is ratted out by like the rent-a-cop corpos of the empire because of a jealous boyfriend you know that's where i feel like the writing comes into a little bit of like eh, okay like sure let's roll with it i mean the guy dies right so clearly he's not he's not well thought out he doesn't really know what he's doing he's acting too instinctually and too like prematurely when he probably should have literally just listened like you said tommy um or else he wouldn't take one to the gut and be done so I'm going to push back on that. I, I really like this. I, I feel like this is like a typical thing that you see in like either like a runaway movie or like crime drama of some sort. It's it's the yes, but right. And this is this is um, a storytelling technique that I love a lot. Um, it's used uh, to make a comparison. It's used in uh, Indiana Jones. He gets the idol, but there's a boulder rolling in after him. Right. Um, so when you when you're able to like when your hero is succeeding, but something bad happens, right? Like he's, we know he's really good at evading these types of things, but he left that one little thread, that one little person that he shouldn't have trusted. Um, and that's what got him. And I, I think that's, what's going to be, if they continue to master that throughout the series where like, yes, he's getting away, but there's this other issue. And I, I, I really did appreciate how they did this. Yeah, going a little off this, I did like the scene with uh, him and, and Marv, or you know, Marva, where they were like, "Who did you tell?" It's like, "Well, who did you tell?" It was like a nice, good banter, a, a light moment in a very intense uh, moment. Doesn't she very, phrase it? I'm yeah, sorry, well, what you say? No, I was gonna. It's it's a very human thing where like I don't remember who I told this very. Like it just happened. You know, this is what happens. Yeah, the, the the human side you bring up that I think is done really well in this. That makes it relatable. Uh, but I thought it was funny when Marva, I think she made a comment like, oh, I don't trust those girls. It's probably one of your girls. You know, like you can tell like Cassie's talking to some ladies, man. Yeah, he's definitely played up to be like a, a playboy here. It, clearly, he has like um, a relationship with Bix from the past. Um, they, they kind of allude to that. Um, <laughs> what, there was one comment she makes when we first introdu introduced him. I guess he's like beat up a little bit. And she's like, what happened to you? To you? Did you fall into a jealous boyfriend? Like, yeah, this is like a this is a thing for you, Andor. Shadow, classic Andor. What also, for, also, also foreshadowing the jealous mm -hmm. boyfriend. Yeah. So, also, like, are you are you a ladies' man if you're constantly getting caught? I feel like I guess it's so right because it's like you are you are uh, having relations with the ladies, but uh, I don't know. I just, it's one Andor. You know, hey, focus on focus on your mission. All right. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, you make a good point. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, anything else on Bix and and uh, Tim? I don't know about okay, you know. Tim, but like Bix, I thought at first before like we got too deep into the flashbacks, I almost thought like that is another sibling of his. Um, just because like I thought there kind of looked like there was two girls that could potentially like be an older sister and a younger sister on his planet. And I think the young, the older sister I thought was the one who died, uh, who got shot or whatever. Um, so that got eliminated pretty quickly. And then also the chemistry seemed a little bit like a love interest afterwards. Like, oh no, he's dead. Uh, but here's Cassian. <laughs> There's a yes, but for that, I guess. Um, but I hope to see more of her because she seems like she's a really cool character with like a deeper yeah. lore. She's a lot of fun. Um, I was like, I, I did hear a theory about the sister, um, which I really liked. I wish I could credit somebody. I was just on Twitter. But because um, there's trailers out there, right? And there's like an imperial officer woman. 
Um, people are saying that that might be his sister, that she is like, that's going to be the big uh, turn is that his sister is actually mm. working for the Empire. Um, but would be even weirder if um, Bix was his sister, right? Again, we're trying to stay away from the incest. <laughs> I guess she would know because she finds out where he's from and everything. Yeah, I'm, I I don't I don't know if I believe it's baked, uh, <laughs> and I don't really want to. Uh, Let's not go there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like Bix. I think uh, like uh, what I what I wanted to say about her was I think we aren't seeing the last of her. I think I think she's definitely uh, again. I say this is probably like the audience right now is like, duh, we've seen the trailers. All right, I don't watch the trailers as we know, so anything I'm saying is just based on the episodes. Uh, and yeah, I, I think she's definitely going to be a prominent character uh and, and i liked her i thought she gave a nice i don't know there was something about her that that definitely i i, I want to see more of her now without tim yeah well i mean when tim was shot immediately i was like that's how they're gonna get him out of the way so they can get back together yeah. <laughs> like so yeah i definitely think we'll see yeah. more from her um so let's move on to the other friend here actually the one i i, I do really like uh, aside from tim which is brasco his like work buddy. Mm, yeah. He doesn't get it. He, there's not a whole lot to do with this guy. You know, he's uh he's kind of covering for Andor here and there. Um, but I, I think the his best part is when he he ties junk to the the officer's ship and it flies off and blows up. So I thought he was almost trying to set like charges or like it was gonna blow up as soon as he like turned on the ignition or just actually activated the this the crafter and just boop bomb. But I like that more like I'm just gonna be an asshole. I'm gonna tie the like debris to it, and then, uh oh, I guess you can't pilot very well. R.I.P. My man. Yeah, yeah. Just the phys- I love the physics of the whole thing, where where he's like trying to fly off, and it's like working. He's like, okay, and then it gets caught, and like you know, once it gets caught, he's like, oh no, he's he's slinging. He's done. Yeah, I love this, and I loved. I thought this ties really well into like the battle at the end of like it. Just there was a lot of layers to what people were thinking. I really loved that they were like, wait, we're surrounded now. Not realizing that's a whole separate thing, but like, just like, yeah, we're in war tactic. Like they, there's more than just those two. I, I thought that was interesting and clever to see that side of the officers. Uh, and, and like the whole thing with that, with, I, I thought that worked well. And then also like the banging on like the whole, the whole, you know, we can talk about that, but the rhythm and the idea of like, it creates paranoia the minute you silence it. Now it's even worse because now it's, you, you almost grew accustomed to the noise, and then once it's gone, it's now even scarier. Oh, I thought it was brilliant. That was probably my favorite part of the whole first three episodes because that was good, and it, they set up well with that. Like Getting to see that guy from the first Andor trailer doing the whole uh, banging of like the anvil or whatever, I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's go time. Should we do that on the podcast, Michael, where we have a guy who's just on in the corner and he just he's just banging on pots and pans and then one episode he just doesn't do it. Or like maybe like the last five minutes when we get into our deep talk, we're like, oh, this is our real take. And then they don't play. And then it's like then the audience gets scared. They're like, oh, where'd the, where'd the rhythm go? I feel like if there was like a list of things not to do on a podcast, banging pots and pans, probably <laughs> in the top five. <laughs> no, Tommy. Well, has, maybe has anyone done it yet? We need to we need to do it so it does go on the list. We need to be a warning for other podcasts. We yeah, need to fall. Get in on the ground floor of Pots and Pans podcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Put it up there with putting uh, ambulance and police sirens in radio ads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or, or music. Yeah. Yeah. 
okay. Um, okay, well, we, we've danced around long enough. I do want to talk about our big bad, at least thus far, and he's not even that big. Um, Cyril. Cyril. Um, these guys are really fun. We got a... Uh, we got a, uh, for those of us who don't follow us on Instagram, now would be a good time to do so at Stark Wars Pod. Cause every now and then I like to post things and say, Hey, you got any questions for the podcast? Um, but, uh, our, our good buddy Joshua Spitzer, who is a guest on here before, uh, he made the comparison that the, these villains are like mall cops. Do we like that? Yeah, totally. Cause like <laughs> I like the side of that too. It's like the Empire literally is, they're hiring just, private security and everything and here they are trying to do stuff seriously and not seriously and keep the peace you know yeah uh but i did i really liked this uh this character here i feel like he really like um tommy i always i always find myself where i defend the villain a little bit but like dad come on like somebody killed his friends and like he wants to do something about it his boss is like nah just sweep it under the rug he's like hell no um but then like so so he has like he's very invested in this mission and then he brings a team of people out and then more of them die and he's left like have i just it, like it's just like uh he he i don't know i'm looking for an analogy he can't dig himself out of the hole well that's the thing he should have just to be honest the boss was kind of right just let it go because like he went into it fully unprepared and now you look like even bigger boo the fool how are you going to explain the, the first time? It's like, whatever, it wasn't your fault. This is clearly your fault. Like, how are you going to have a job after this? Yeah, totally. I mean, like, that's one thing I was interested in. You can tell he realizes halfway through, almost like the moment he lands, like, oh, no, I, like, I'm in too deep here. And you can quickly see how everyone goes from, like, chill and, like, nonchalant and, like, yeah, we're confident we got this in their squadron into utter paranoia like you mentioned with the whole banging of the pipes and everything, it's like how quickly it turned. It's like you could have avoided a lot of this. And now a lot of those deaths are on your hands. And uh, it's, it's, it's cool to see that because it's like, Oh no. Yeah. Even, even like, like you said, even like a lot of his crew, like that guy who had to like run back to the ship, like he was like, what do we do? And he did. Yeah. He, he, he didn't make it. Yeah, and it's not even like the the two guys that were killed. The boss was basically like, "Yeah, they're they're here because like they got demoted. Like they're not good people." And so it's like, "Why are you doing all this for two people that you like?" I don't know. It it, it was to me, it's like this bad guy. To, if he's the big bad at the end of all this, I'm gonna be a little like, "Huh," because he doesn't give me. I, I feel like he's gotta be a pawn or something because it's like he's he's not nefarious enough unless this is his turning bad you know maybe we'll see this is him uh going going to the dark side as you will but. that's what i was kind of curious wanted to get you guys' thought on this is like where do you think this guy's character arc is going to lead to could he potentially actually like see the error of his ways and turn to the light side of the rebellion or something or do you think he's going to even get more evil or what do you guys kind of predict for him uh yeah i think kind of like what tommy said I, I could see this being like a slippery slope for him where like uh you know he's a good guy with good motivations but the more he's screwed over the more angry he gets the more drastic measures he's going to take um i could totally see this becoming uh you know he, he's getting worse from here he's gonna be less uh i can't defend him for much longer that's my prediction yeah, maybe it's whatever side provides like the nicest uniforms so he'll be like oh okay like you got some. I don't have to do the piping on it. All right, perfect. You, you this one is this one is beautiful. 
Yeah. I mean, so, like, talk about totally calling someone out as a tryhard without doing so in that first episode. It's like your uniform is like I got it uh, tailored. It's he's just laid him as like it's like the security guard who walks around with the utility belt who has completely provided it themselves. There was a guy yeah. in my college security guard who did that too, and they would roast him all the time. So if it kind of felt like the same thing I was watching, but in Star Wars form, it was hilarious. And that is what I will say about like so far what I am excited for with Andor is like the writing does feel clean in that way of like there's a lot of uh, show not tell, which like a lot of times these shows do very poorly. And so like stuff like that, setting up some of those feelings about characters just by showing their mannerisms, uh, I, I thought was really done with with him. And then like we said, like Bix, there's a couple of things there that like set up the the showing the jealous boyfriend with tim and stuff um i think the show needs to keep doing that kind of stuff because i think it sets them apart from some of the other shows uh book of star wars as an example yeah i I think the big thing that really sold me on this show um kind of touching on it like we've mentioned how human this character is and i feel like a lot of the plot is it's just centered around this guy who got into a bad situation. And yeah, we're going to get to like the bigger stakes later on. Obviously he's going to join the rebellion and all that, but um, yeah, I mean, he's here because he was defending himself in an alleyway. Right. And uh, he was just looking for his, like, he, it's just very human problems looking for his sister. He, he's going to get mugged. He's got to defend himself. Um, and yeah, so on and so forth. So like jealous boyfriend and all that. Uh, I think that's what, for me, what's so strong about these first three episodes. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about. Um, I, I keep talking. I love all these characters. I, I said it before. I love all these characters. But I love this guy a lot. It's Luthen. He's the guy coming to buy the Starpath unit. Um, what do you guys think of Luthen? You know, uh, I, I have to laugh every time Stellan Skarsgård just says Andor as Ander. It's like. Oh, you're Ander. I know everything about you. Just like, <laughs> I just love this, like that ongoing just meme, I guess, in Star Wars where people can say names incorrectly and correctly all the time. So it's like, what is actually correct? Like Han and Han, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I liked, I thought he was, he was fun character. I think he's going to be a, what I like about him and I th- is like, he comes across very like, kind of like we see Cassius in Rogue One where it's like he does what is necessary and like there's certain losses and, and choosing what those losses are and stuff and so uh, I, I think that, you know obviously I, I am a fan of this this actor and and I loved uh, even like the train scene that I, lo- I love that guy actually that's maybe my favorite that supporting guy who's like you know I work over in boosters <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah I don't know I, I think I'm excited to see what happens more <laughs> There was a lot of like he definitely came across very like never panicked, which I appreciated. Like even when everything was going down, it's like he had a plan for everything, uh, which I think is like nice to see sometimes. <laughs> I, I want to get you guys thoughts on this because this is like something I saw a lot online, which kind of confused me. People seem very confused or worried about this guy's motives. Uh, they're not quite sure if he could be bad. Um, the way I read it was this guy is going to bring him into the rebellion. Um, is, is there any seed here where you might not trust Luthen? I don't know if they, I don't know if I would go as far as saying I don't trust him because if he ends up being exactly like, uh, I forget his name, but basically Woody Harrelson's character in um, Solo where he's like the, the, 
guy teach him everything but at the end he's just totally trying to screw him over and until you know you learn to shoot first right um this makes sense if he's kind of a sketchy guy but his like motives are correct that he really wants andor and he's gonna use him properly and try and make to like be as good mentor because i also think uh in rogue one they talk about how or andor is just kind of complaining to Jin about like you would not like understand the things i've done for this rep like this rebellion and everything like we're gonna see like the gritty side of how dirty you had to play sometimes leading up to why he shoots that one guy who's panicking and when we first see him in uh rogue one and i think this is going to be our gateway through uh his character is seeing the really gritty side of how do you actually start a rebellion yeah i guess i guess the big argument here is like he's very concerned about the star path unit um and that could be he's trying to recover it for the empire or he's trying to recover it for the rebels and i think that's probably where like a lot of the confusion is coming from but uh we'll see um so you know that's kind of the end of my list here there's some other stuff we didn't really naturally touch on what do you guys think of the like the final uh fight scene here where they like they find the speeder and uh they blow it up you know so Nonstop. Yeah, I liked. I think it, it like very easily. I was like, "Yeah, that's that's the fake one," but I did like it, and I think, like I said, it showed like how clever they are and how not clever this like ranking this this company's security team or whatever they are I, worse than stormtroopers. They 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 killed somebody. Yeah, they can okay. actually land some shots. Yeah. We've seen right, more right. shot accuracy than before. I just think their deductive reasoning, their strategy was not there whatsoever in a lot of these situations. But yeah, they did kill someone, so I guess that works. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they're necessarily like uh, not skilled for the job. I think they're just more cowards in general. Um, I think a good comparison would be, you know, like the Evaldi Police Department. Uh, but yeah, so... <laughs> uh any, anything else that you guys want to touch on um you know a lot of a lot of things happened i'm sure i skipped over a lot do you guys think we're getting more, more uh childhood flashbacks of seeing him like post leaving the planet he grew up on with everyone and actually seeing more of like how they raised him or anything more like that yeah i think i think we have to i i think that there's still like a lot of stuff to be answered between yeah. these two time periods um so yeah, it would be interesting, you know, because we also he, we get him setting up a lot of like what he did that was kind of rebellious, you know, not necessarily a rebel, but he'd be like, yeah, I'm sneaking on to, like Imperial ships. You just got to dress up as one of them. They're too arrogant to like catch us. You know, I think it'd be interesting to kind of like see how he gets into doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think so as well. I, I think we will see some because I think like. As long as it feels necessary, I, I don't mind it. Again, like if it's if it's furthering the future plot, if knowing the past furthers the future plot, then great. If it's just there to like be like, whoa, we don't want to not tell this backstory. To me, it's like what save that for something else then. Like it has to be used in the text. And I, I trust they will. I say this as someone that I, I do believe it will be if if brought back. But otherwise I don't think we're gonna see uh, flashbacks unless unless they see that reason. Mm. yeah that's a good point and that's why like i hope we don't get too many flashbacks because that was the whole point of this too is like i felt like it was a little too much and a little like did we really have to see a lot of the, like it felt like <laughs> i felt like we we're watching lord of the rings just trying to see them go from uh all the kids on the planet to doing their makeup and everything or like the war paint 
to going and investigating and doing these weird blow darts. That looks like it took forever to take one guy out who was already kind of beat up a week in the first place. Um, but my other question for you guys too, and this is a kind of a shitty one. Uh, how do you guys feel about shit being introduced to star Wars? Wait, hold on. Am I missing something? Uh, so the, the cyber and the co-captain oh, yeah. guy, he's like shit. And it's like, I saw the first meme right away before I even watched it. It shows, uh, you know, they fly now. They fly now. It's like, they say shit now. They say shit now. And <laughs> that's funny. Meme, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I don't I was know. like, is this... there a poop scene that I missed or something? Yeah, between <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bix and Tim, there was, a, there was one <laughs> spicy, steamy scene. That's um, funny. Uh, I was going to say quickly about the flashbacks, though, that uh, the one other thing, I, I to your point, Devin, yeah, I agree of, of like, don't make it, don't overdo it. Uh, again, I probably mentioned it a lot. Book of Boba Fett, I'll call it by its exactly. official name, was a great example of like at a certain point, I was like, what are we doing here? Why, what is what is the necessary need for these flashbacks? I think, uh, yeah, I just feel like my big thing is, like I mentioned, we had it, it was interspersed between the three episodes, and like, yeah, we see him with a sister, we see him like nothing really happened until like the third episode. So I feel like, you know, condense that down and keep it in episode one. Like, I like the flashbacks, but like, there was no need to have this, <laughs> you know, no, no other show does that. No other show like has the same flashback throughout multiple. Just keep it in the one episode, set that up, be, make it be the, the big reveal at the end of the first episode or something, and then leave it behind. We'll move on to the actual story. Mm. Re-edit it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's going to be a fan edit out there that just takes the first three episodes and turns them into one like 55 minute episode. Totally you doable. Easily could have. Like, yeah. I I agree with that. Like, I think there's some that could have been dropped. It, it hey, if Disney's going to give them three episodes, like that they can do that. Fine on them, but it could have easily been two, probably one episode of all this. Right. And guys, I don't mean to scare anybody, but this is tw- this is a 12 episode series. So, I mean, that could be a uh, Tommy. Like, I think our big complaint with Marvel is like, we need, you know, let's kick these numbers up. You know, six episodes is not enough. Yeah. Um, I don't know if 12 is a little overboard or uh, mm-hmm. if we can even, if, if, if it's even comparable. Nine to me is the sweet spot. I think nine is a good amount of episodes that get you uh, in any show. I think nine is enough episodes to tell a good story. Well, if, uh, watching she-hulk right now yeah, we'll, we'll see if we eat those words soon well she-hulk is own beast <laughs> yeah i will go into that area right now um but it it's interesting too because like season two of andor they already talked more about like what's supposed to be going on what the whole plan is for this whole 24 episode uh story um because i think it was i don't know i think i was at the story celebration in 2019 they were basically saying that hey guess what uh, Andor is going to have a show or K2SO is going to go back with Andor and do some stuff. But then find out shortly afterwards, it's like, hey, K2SO is not supposed to be into season two. Like, get the whole first season. I was like, how is it even possible? They seem like two peas in a pod. I can't do this without him. And now I'm like, okay, I see what they're doing. Like, I, I see the reason. I don't know if, like, if you were to, like, spit just in the middle, K2SO is already with Andor or whatever uh, in these first three episodes, I feel like it would have been really like wedged and forced into that story part at least tommy um we didn't discuss this but um is it time for a cameo draft i don't know if this show's gonna do that though 
you know i like i know that we there's characters that we know are coming based on the trailers i won't say too much tommy well um, you already i i wasn't you know there's one that is spoiled for me because of your background here i didn't know yeah. about uh, but that's like it's like i mean this is the post he's in everything he's literally just throw him in any show so i guess i shouldn't oh. be surprised Dude's, yeah we're talking about Saul. he's always in it uh, ah. uh i did not know that but uh uh i mean yeah we could let's do what about one instead of all three what do we do a one one for we just call your shot there's a hundred percent which one are you confident Okay, so we'll, real quick, actually, I just remembered this. I told my brother that uh, we would do a cameo. <laughs> so let me, I'm going to text him, get his response, but I'll let you guys go first. Is there like one person that uh, Ooh. you, uh, what, who would be good at least? Well, let me ask real quick, just as a gauge, a baseline. So have you guys seen like the trailers that they released for Andor, or did you try and like see a preview and that was it? I haven't uh, seen anything. You know, I, I I always watch the first one, and then like if the other ones come in front of me, I'll watch them. So I'm Same. pretty. I know I'm I, I I know everyone in the trailers that's gonna be in the show. Because there's know. a character I am really excited for, and it was in like one of the most recent trailers, and I think I'd have been more excited if I didn't see that character. But I won't mention it for you, Tommy, because I don't think. Well, you Tommy might know. can take his headphones out because I'm kind of yeah. curious who you're talking about. There we go. Who is it? He's Tommy is turning. He's not even looking. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, is is he in this? Or yeah. I thought I thought that was Man Mando. Uh oh, it is. Oh, I'm yeah. totally confusing trailers. Okay, you're good. Even better. I, I don't know why. I totally thought he was in this. See, yeah. too many. Too many. Uh, just for people who didn't know, uh, Devin picked up uh, Babu Frick. So I don't even know if we said his name, but uh, you can come back, Tommy. It's okay. He's he's looking. Uh. <laughs> Tommy, it turns out that uh, that wasn't even false alarm. <laughs> yeah, false alarm. Real? It was the wrong show. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, good thing I took my headphones off. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm calling my shot. We're seeing Jar Jar Binks in this show. Dude, what baby. the hell? <laughs> this is not the show. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a book of books about Jar Jar. Think about it. Uh, okay. Let me pitch this, pitch this to you, Michael. Don't be a naysayer yet. Okay. They, they break into some, like, prison. Or I just feel like we're going to get a disheveled Jar Jar. Like, he's, he's been thrown out of the Senate. He's broken. He's battered. He realizes his mistake in putting Palpatine in charge. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, I think he's going to make one last stand, do one nice heroic thing, and then he dies. That's what happens. Gotcha. You see him in some uh... prison, maybe? I don't know. Are you guys? Uh, did you ever read the like the aftermath trilogy or attempt? I read to? like the first half of the first book. Yeah, they're terrible um, <laughs> and totally irrelevant. And I, that's my grievance with uh, Star Wars book canon. It's yeah. too much, too many books. I don't want to read a book every time I want to learn anything and watch something. Um, I think Jar Jar. What you said about him being like disheveled and he's like about his like issue of how he basically held Palpatine get into power. That's in one of the books. They actually talk about he basically. Meets like an orphan, disfigured boy, I think in Naboo or whatever, still. And because he got pretty much shunned from both societies again. Um, and basically, he was trying to just make kids laugh. That was his, his, his like mission in life now. And he befriends his little boy and they become friends. And I think that's kind of the write off on Jar Jar. If they needed to include him for some reason before the sequel trilogy, I don't know. Um, but he, as far as I know, he's still alive. We'd love to hear it. Uh, Devin, do you have do you have a pick here for us? Because I, I don't. I am still thinking. 
I kind of want to go like out there. You know, if you're saying Jar Jar, I want to do something crazy like. Uh, do it. I had a crazy one. <laughs> Join the crazy side. Michael, do a crazy one too. I got a crazy one if you want it. I feel All like right. Devin might steal my crazy one, but we'll see what he says. Is it Tag and Raffa Tag? Rafa and Tag, that's sorry. That's who they are, right? Oh, gross. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say we see Commander Cody. That's going to be my weird pick. And my reason behind it is because, you know, actually, I don't know how many years far off we are between Fall the... Uh, republic to now where there's still probably some clones out there because even that ship that they dropped into with uh, the rent people it kind of looked like a really like less weapon uh equipped um is it the laat or i forget the name of the the drop ship the clones use that looks really cool everyone knows what nobody I'm talking knows about, right? that besides you Devin. <laughs> <laughs> i might be called the wrong thing so let's say that's right uh, yeah. but it kind of looked like it so i kind of want to see like some remnants of like there's still some clones out there who are somehow integrated with the empire until they finally just kick the bucket um so Commander cody would be mine Devin, i don't know if that's a crazy choice though i mean Tam- tamara morrison's in like every star wars property now for real maybe it'd be I mean, like a close my like my best would be higher if it was like a season two of obi-wan yeah. um but i'm holding out hope here okay i, li- I like it um I, I i think i have the wildest one actually jar jar is pretty bad what um, how dare you i'm gonna say mace windu this it's time Ooh, this is where wow. he comes back i feel like it's it's i feel like it's dark enough for it to fit into this show where like he comes back as like a crippled uh jedi um if, if they're gonna do it i feel like this is I feel like this is the right setting for that. Where Jar Jar, I, I believe he will come. I think we will see Jar Jar in live action at some point before we die. I'm going to say that. Not in this show, though. I, I could see... Uh, I, I think just feel it's like more this down, is the right tone. Right tone this, for Mace Windu. This is not a Jedi show, though. I feel like Jar Jar fits that setting. Now, now a Jedi show that I think we could see a version of Mace, maybe not the actual physical Mace, is is Ahsoka? What if we see Spirit go? Ooh, Jedi Ghost. What if they bring back a bunch? Of, that's how they. That's how they finally get people to get off, lay off the, their back of Mace. Like everyone's like, bring him back. They can be like, oh, he came back as a, a Jedi Ghost. Look, look, we did it. Okay, so I told you. I told you guys I was gonna text my brother so he could get a choice. Jake okay. Arrear, he has his pick, and he 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 gave a a pretty good one. And then I said, because we started changing the rules, I said, do you have like a wilder choice? <laughs> so his first thing he said was Bosk. Which actually, Ooh. I think that's still kind of wild. I like that, yeah. Um, That'd be cool. But then I was like, "Do you have anything crazier?" And he said, "Jabba." So, what do we think about those two? Can we pick for him between the two? Well, do you know uh, uh, what's his face? Um, Diego Luna's infatuation with Jabba the Hutt. No. Yeah, there's interviews out there around Rogue One. He loves Jabba. That I think is his favorite character. And legit, you can find interviews out there where he said. Uh, I love Jabba. I want to. I want to touch him. Yeah, he, yeah, he legit says he like. I want to touch Jabba. So how funny would it be because he's also an executive producer on the show. That somehow maybe in season two he finds a way to touch the good old hut. You know, Tommy. I think I talked about this recently, but at the end of Rogue One, we talked about you know Darth Maul shows up, but when in the planning phase of this movie, there was like a short list of characters that could show up at the end, uh, and Jabba was on that list. So it seems like you know they're down to like 
intermingle Java wherever they can. Yeah, I can't remember if we talked about this on the pod or off, but I do remember yeah. you telling me about that. And uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I don't know if I need more Java, to be honest. I, there's certain characters I feel like their stories are done. And I think they're like, again, it's like, make sure there's always a point to every decision. Unless you want to pursue a storyline with that character, but just to get the cameo moment, to me, it's like certain characters I'm fine with, but then we get moments uh, like, you know, uh, like Cad Bane to me is one that could have waited because of how it went. Now, who knows? If the, but it's like, to me, it's like, don't throw these moments in here and not fully give us, like, and not make it feel earned or anything. So I feel like if, if they bring it Jabba, I hope it's like worth it, you know? Fair. Um, actually, I think Bosk is the crazier. I'm, I'm going to say yeah, that. Yeah, I think bit. it is too. Because I, I actually, uh, I'm big sold on Java's very well show up. Uh, so if we're, if we're making him do something crazy, I think Boss. So we got we got Jar Jar, we got Commander Cody, we got Mace Windu, and Boss. That is a that sounds like a party right there. What if they're all they're all in the same room at the at the end of the season? Get a call from Lucasfilm like, what did you know? Yeah. What did you? Oh, please call us, like it's fine. Even if you're mad at us, we yeah. need their attention. Um, no, but I think I think that's what is so great and what's ref- refreshing about the show compared to you know with She-Hulk, we're like, oh, well, all the theorizing, like, oh, is there going to be a Red Hulk? And then you know with Book of Boba Fett, it's like, oh, we have to like have this magnificent cameo draft because anybody could show up. But Andor, it's, it's just like it's just Andor. It's just the one story. There, there was like Tommy and I talked about this before the show here. There's like no Easter eggs and like there's nothing to like really like dissect and or like theorize about. Um, you know, we we did a cameo drive because it's a podcast. And we need things to talk about, but uh, for the most part, this is it is what it is. This is Andor's uh, origin story, and I'm really hoping to be honest that they keep to that because fans have been asking for this for years of of a show that is not Skywalker related is take that universe and focus on a new batch of people um now i think like again like i said we do have uh andor who like is is our our person that we know but like that's what rogue one was so good because people were like i love that this is a story that's adjacent to the star wars story but it's not it, it doesn't have anything really to do with those characters and i think that's if they keep that going with the show i think we're going to see a lot of people love this show by the end of it all right, now here's I'm gonna take it even further. We got what we wanted, yeah, right? We, it's not a Skywalker story. I'm gonna take it further. Get us out of the rebel area, you know. Let's get let's let's see some stories in the in the the sequel time zone. Or you know, I know we're getting uh we're getting some uh what's it called? Not not the old Republic, the new one. Um, oh, the High Republic. The, the High Republic. Yeah. yeah, I know we're getting a show in that, but you know, it's like uh, I, I feel like you know we got. We got Rebels, we got uh, Rogue One, we got this, we got the original trilogy, we got... I, I go on and on. Like, everything takes place in, like, these short amount of years. So I feel yeah. like... Uh, keep going. Keep pushing it. Let's see how far we can go with Star Wars. You know what I want, Michael? What? You know, I, I, I don't want... Roger Banks? Well, yes, I do. I, I do. Or, I know who you want. That's right. There's only one making a stallion. <laughs> Please, every show. Um, no, I want as much as like Jedi, I think are overplayed. I would love a prequel of the OG Jedi, the first, like the establishment. I want that. I want, I want to know the pre I'm a big prequel guy, I love history. And so I would love like the OG, like back before because we've been we've done like to your point, we've done the rebels. We're always living in this time period in between the prequels and and 
well, let's get out of it. Let's do something completely out of that time period is my thought. Yeah. You know, to add on to that, though, a lot of it is Disney and Lucasfilm, however you want to combine the two, they are terrified to do that because if they mess it up, that is a that is the final nail in the coffin. Because I think that's why we get so many things that are so close to literally hugging uh, like the Rebellion Empire era of the saga, right? I mean, even Mando is, what, seven years after Return of the Jedi? It's not that close yet because uh, I think it's a 19-year gap between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. We, we're going to get, uh, what was it, um, Rogue Squadron by Patty Jenkins. Guess what? Another thing that's shelved indefinitely. Learn a lesson here, Lucasfilm. And now it's supposed to be a sequel trilogy from what I've heard in rumors and leaks and stuff like that. Another thing omitted. So it's like, even if you go beyond that, where you're going to try and go to like the origin of the Jedi, let's say, even way, way, way be- earlier than what's going on now with the higher public, now you are now saying, okay, we're creating the story of how Jedi came to be. George Lucas probably doesn't even have an answer on how that is. If you mess that up, then you're going to get every guy who says like, oh, you ruined my childhood, Disney. Oh, boy, you're in, you're in a world of hurt. That, like, that can ruin your entire property. I know. I just, feel like, I just feel like they're ruining it already because they just keep doubling down on things and people are just, it's just getting old. It's just rinse and repeat. At least for it's me. It's a nostalgia always, game, man. I know. But, but, but look at the new trilogy. It's just the rinse and repeat. And a lot of people, you know, take, obviously I'm not speaking, everyone felt this way, but I do think a lot of people felt like, did we need this? And I think that's their problem. They just, they can't do as much as they want to. And I, or maybe they just can't, but I'm hoping they can. They, they're creative enough. It's Disney. Like, take an original idea. Do something completely out there. Okay, fine. Not the Jedi. If you don't want to tell that, do... And I think that's what we're getting here. But even this is, like, Rogue One adjacent. It's, like, just get... The reason Rogue One worked is because it was a completely new original thought. Yeah, I don't know if I'd ever use creative and Disney in the same sentence. But... Yeah, I know. I, I, listen, I I'm, I'm hoping they, everything. I'm hoping yeah. they could, uh, they'll sponsor us one day. So we got a pro, pro Disney, Michael. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we've gone completely off the rails here. Um, but is I mean, I, I gotta ask, is there anything else we want to touch on before we close out? I uh, I'm just kind of curious. Um, I at first thought this planet was Braca. Have you guys played uh, Jedi Fallen Order? Yes, yes. So like, yeah, that first planet where they're doing all like the the shipyard deconstruction stuff. Yeah, I thought that was this. I was like, whoa, wait a minute, and then I realized, wait, no, it's not the same place. I was Definitely like. like- the same trade, at least, yeah. that uh, Cal was in. So. What if we see Cal? That's Maybe this going. is it? That could be where we finally get to see oh. Cal. That That's our it. group cameo pick. That's our group cameo yeah. pick is Cal. Okay. It's going to happen. You don't, you it's going to happen. You don't cast uh, Cameron Monaghan for something to just be a video game character. That guy can act. He is recognizable, and he is so damn good. And so. make it a full lookalike. Like a full look, like like it's not like they just gave his voice to a character. They clearly had intention to do a live action. I agree. Yeah, you know, that's an investment. Fun fact: I, I uh, once almost played D anD D with with Cameron. Ooh, uh, yeah, that's a fact. But he had to, he went to Europe to do some filming. You know how he, you know how Cameron is sometimes. Yeah. Oh, Cam, uh, he always does that. I live in Chicago, and so like Shameless. If you watch the show, it's all set in Chicago. I've been close by where they've been shooting and everything. Had a friend who lived on a block right by their diner in a few of the seasons. So, like, never know. I was around. Yeah, well, you should just kidnap him and then ask him these questions. 
right, make sure you cut this part out, Michael, so yeah, that they don't know that we're so we they, so they don't know that we're gonna kidnap Cameron. We are kidnapping yeah. Cam, but we're not gonna let people know that. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, Devin. Thank you so much for doing this. What a treat to get to talk to you about some Star Wars stuff. I, I want to give you the chance to tell people where they can find your podcast and anything else you want to plug. Yeah, thank you guys again. This has been a blast, and it's been so good to kind of kick off the Endor series. So I'm looking forward to watching it more and chatting more with you guys. Uh, so I am one of the uh, co-hosts from Earth894, my co-host Louie and I. We uh, talk about everything to do with Marvel, pretty much Marvel Cinematic Universe is eating up all the bandwidth just because of all the shows and movies and everything so you can uh, listen to our episodes pretty much or everywhere you listen to a podcast on uh or you can find us at earth 894 podcast on tiktok instagram facebook or check out our website earth 894 podcast.com look at you guys you got a website tommy do we need a website do we need star wars do we need to grab that up yeah why not titania doesn't steal it Oh, she's right. going to. <laughs> we'll we'll get on it. And then we'll we talk. need to prove that we've been using Star Wars this whole time. On <laughs> yeah, oh, we got a dating profile. Uh, good thing I made that. So many for other podcasts. It was a dating other podcasts. It was like one of those kind of uh, sites. Tommy, anything? What's on? What's on in your world? Uh, you, uh, staying away from avocados, killing plants. Staying. I cannot kill this plant behind me. I'll tell you. Hey, right, good job. Uh, but I do have something coming up. Uh, I, I'm going on a podcast uh, on Tuesday, so it won't be out for a while. I think it's out on Thursday. So I guess it's not, I mean, two days, so you can wait those long. But hey, uh, it is Shit 90 Show. I've been on for a while, but they're in their final season covering Boy Meets World. Uh, I am coming on to talk about the pre-wedding episode with Corey and Topanga. It's all the pre-prep. I'm so ready to roast Corey Matthews as the terrible person he is. Uh, so so check them out. They're good friends of mine. So uh, shit 90 shows. Devin, big uh, Boy Mates World fan. Never watched an episode. <laughs> You're not missing much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know they got married and stuff. I've seen little bits and pieces, but I don't know. I just never seemed interesting to me. And I'm a 90s kid, so uh-huh. kind of weird. Well, don't watch it now. You just spoiled the whole series. So Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. I will close this out here on that. Um, I'd like to remind you guys to rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify. Preferably five stars. You go go balance out that one star review we got. We just the one. Just Ooh. balance them out, please. If you could do that, that'd be great. I don't know who it is. Again, and actually, I, I said it before. I'll say it again. If you want to leave a one star review, that's fine. But leave some constructive criticism. You know, you can, there's a there's a there's a place where you can type things in. You know, if this is a one-star podcast, I want to know why and how we can improve it. All right, that's my rant. Um, please subscribe because we're going to be here every single week. It's I guess twice a week now with She-Hulk and Andor, so um, buckle up for that. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at StarCoursePod. Again, follow us on Instagram. I'm doing I, I I'm doing the reels. I'm doing you know uh, all mostly reels, but you know, follow us on. It's a cool cool content. Um, I'll Follow us, you cowards! Yes, I'll I'll call him out. But you're the good cop who's giving him cookies, and I'm yelling. I'm trying to peer pressure them into it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we'll it see how sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Do it, or I'll be. I'll give you a like a really angry, disappointed face like, whenever I see the listener. <laughs> uh, yeah. We also have a Discord community, so if that's something you're interested in, you can uh, message us. We'll get you in there. But uh, that is all we got for you guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time.
Bye-bye, bye-bye.